0: Welcome, beloved family and friends. Welcome to a Hope Kingdom ministry. Here, where we give you food for thought, our intention is to give you something more to think about. And today, the message is on competitiveness. Yes, competitiveness. Are you competitive? Should competition be in the church, in the called out, set apart assembly, in the congregation? Should competitiveness be amongst the children of Yah? Or to some of you, you... You would say the children of God. What does scripture say about being competitive? Why don't we start there, beloved? One thing I learned under Dr. Miles Monroe, he said, stick with the scripture to protect yourself. Whatever you're talking about, if you can show it in scripture, you can protect yourself, not just your opinion. Before we do, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Abba, Baba, Yahuwah, Tianfu, Master, Creator, Maker, Potter, Mother, Father, Husband, Best Friend, I thank you thank you for this day, this moment to come again on a hope kingdom ministry with your beloved chosen few. Hallelujah. Father, I submit my mouth and my mind to you. Set a watch, oh Yah, before my mouth and guard the Search me, O Father, Yahuwah, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So that I can give your word. So I can teach your word. So that I can show your heart. This is heart to heart. From your heart to their heart. I'm just a vessel you will flow through. Oh, have your way today. Have your way today, this afternoon, tonight. Have your way every day. Precious Set-apart Spirit, Kadush, Holy Spirit, teach me. Pray through me, speak through me, use me. Overflow from me. I don't want to just be filled with the Spirit. That's just for me. I want to overflow. Because when I am overflowing, then I can I can affect and infect others on your behalf. Hallelujah. Praise be unto you, Yah. I lift up everyone, every listener. Those that are listening now, all of those that will listen later, the chosen few that are listening now, and the multitudes that will listen later, I lift them all up to you. You know every need, every desire. You know every hidden thought. You know everything. And I bring them before you, Father, and I say, "Have your way with us, and let your perfect will be done. For I know that is good. For Yahusha, who is called Jesus, is our shepherd, and we shall not be In want. In Yahusha HaMashiach. Our darling salvation's precious name. Who is called Jesus the Nazarene. I pray. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. What does hallelujah mean? Praise you, Yah. If there's any new listeners. Just in case. I choose to use Yah. Yahuwah or Yahuwah instead of the Lord or God or Jehovah because these are his original Hebrew names, his ancient Hebrew names. I choose to use those instead. And beloved, the Lord and God are not names. They are titles. And I choose to use Yahusha, Mashiach instead of Jesus Christ for the same reason. I'm using his ancient, original Hebrew name. Uh And, uh, yeah, Christ, and Christ is not a name. Some people think Jesus Christ Christ is his last name. No, as a matter of fact, he's the Messiah. So just in case, if anyone thinks this is strange, but we're talking about the same person. We're just calling him something different. His name was his original Hebrew name was taken taken out of scripture out of the Bible almost seven thousand times and the Savior Yahusha's name was taken out of the Bible out of the scripture one thousand and eighty three times and they replaced it with Lord God and Christ and Lord and Jesus so I just choose to use his original name though for over a half a century. I used God and Lord and Jesus. So I know you already know, but there could be a, a new listener. Alright. Just want you to know we're on the same page. Okay. Alright, let's start with the scripture. Philippians chapter two verses three and four. Philippians two. Three and four. I will be using the ESV, the English Standard Version for all the verses. Okay? Let's begin. Verse three, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Four, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to to the interests of others. Did you did you hear that, beloved? He says, don't do anything from selfish ambition or conceit. You know, there's people, they gotta be first, they gotta be number one. They gotta be the best worship the worship leader. They gotta be the best worship leader. They gotta be number one. They gotta be the, the best preacher or you know, they gotta be the best lead vocalist. The, Let's keep going before we get any further. Colossians 2. I mean, excuse me, Colossians 3, verse 23. Colossians 3 verse 23. Whatever you do, work heartily. As for Yahuwah. The Bible says the Lord, and not for men. Whatever you do, work heartily for Yahuwah, the Master. For The Bible says the Lord and not for men. Because when you're trying to beat somebody out and be number one, you're not doing it for the Father. You're doing it for men. You want to be number one amongst men, amongst people. You want the pats on the back from your fellow brothers and sisters. Should competitiveness be in the church? Should competitiveness be in the called out, set apart, assembly, the congregation of Yahuwah, of the Heavenly Father? Should competition be amongst you? Let's keep going. Galatians 6, 4. Galatians 6, 4. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. Let's, let's read that one again. But let each one test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. Beloved, you shouldn't... In the church, in the congregation, you should not be competing against your brother, your sister. Aren't we on the same team? Aren't we working for the same boss? Aren't we citizens of the same kingdom? There's no such thing in heaven with the Father as number one human being. Oh, that's the number one. That's the best human being. That's no such thing. Oh, that's the best preacher. Number one preacher. He's no respecter of persons, beloved. Why is there so much competitiveness? along with competitiveness goes envy, jealousy. Oh, and that is so ugly. And where there's envy or strife, envy or strife, there is every evil work. Do you hear me, beloved? Every evil work, everything evil, hate, murder, lying, deceit, disgust, everything evil. Now, that frightens me it should frighten you because i don't care what you say if you're comp- competing there's going to be some some envy and where there's envy there's going to be some strife i've heard had another christian say to me oh i'm very competitive me our, my me and my family better very competitive well if you're in a local race out you're in a race you know, a marathon, a race, or you are on a, 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 a volleyball team or a basketball team. Yeah, and you, you're competing. You want to win. You want to, you what they say, number one, you want to win the game. But we're on the same team for the, running the same race. You shouldn't be competing with anybody but yourself. Yourself. What do I mean by that? I mean, compete with yourself that you will be better tomorrow than you were today. That you are better today than you were yesterday. If everyone would compete with themselves, oh, you see so much growth, so much depth in people instead of looking at someone else and trying to beat out someone been a situation where I am preached and someone came after me it's like they had you know and and I was speaking under the power of the spirit it wasn't me it's like I mean I had I I, I would it was so deep I, I, I kind of left myself he was speaking but then they felt Threatened, I guess. I don't know. And they felt like they had to say something behind, behind me. You know, as if to, as if to whip my behind or something. I don't know. And then they say, I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) competitiveness i don't compete with anybody you know even when i was quote unquote in the world i didn't compete with the other singers but they always competed with me i appreciated what they did and i acknowledged that most of my friends the singers they were better singers than i was but so many of them were threatened by me i was a good performer all of the all-around performing Entertaining, performing the stage—hey, that's my gift. I, I, I even teach that, you know. But I would always try to help other people, and I would learn from other people. But I just, I just didn't get into that jealousy and competitiveness. So I can't understand it in the church. Sometimes people, they don't even realize that they're being competitive. So, uh, they'll, they'll feel threatened or maybe in, uh, think someone sang better than they did in front of the people or spoke better than they did and they feel like they have to, to defend, you know. Uh, that is so not of the Father. That is from the pit. That is from Satan. What was he? He was jealous. He didn't hate the Father. He wanted to be him. He wanted everything he had. All right. (laughs) Let's get back here on the scripture. Okay. Let's go to Galatians 6 4. Galatians 6 4. But let each one. Did I read this already? Well, I'll read it again. <laughs> but let each one test his own work. Then his reason to boast will be in himself alone, and not in his neighbor. Yeah, I did read that. But it's that's good to hear again. You cannot hear scripture one time and get it. Okay, let's go to Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Philippians 2, 3. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let's read that again. Philippians 2, 3. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves you put someone above yourself above how you feel about yourself you know you this is the word selfish ambition or conceit help somebody who's struggling you know, I've even helped uh, other people before they record deals before I did. These people who say you're crazy. They were better than I was. So what? And I introduced them to the people, and they they went for them first. I could name some names, but I won't. <laughs> <sighs> Praise, yeah. Go to James 4, 6. James 4, 6. Yaakov 4, 6. But he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, Yah opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Bible says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Competitive people are really not humble people. They want it they gotta be number one. They want to be first. They gotta be the best. And sometimes they don't want to hear anything about anybody else. Or if you if you're someone's talking to you and you're talking about an award you got, they gotta show you how four or five they, they have. That's happened to me. Someone was talk, asking me about something, and I can't remember how it came up, but I mentioned the fact that I had received two congressional awards in America, and someone, oh, I, I have five. I've got this. I got five doctors you know, it's like, and, and it just took the whole conversation. We just stopped and went over there. It's, I mean, they weren't even in the conversation, but it's, it's like, I mean, it's just that's that competitive thing. Now, you've got five doctrines and, and all this stuff. I mean, how, what, is, and other than, what is two congressional awards to compete against? And it wasn't even a competitive thing, but it's like they have to be, number one, I have to be the one, give me all the praise. <laughs> hmm. Listen not that. So when you're competitive and you want all the praise, you're putting yourself in the place of the Almighty. He deserves all the praise. Boast on Him. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Okay, let's... Here, let's talk about a race. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 9.24. 1 Corinthians 9.24. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. In a regular race. Yeah, he's he's talking about run to win it. But what this is talking about run that race. That race is between is you, it's with yourself. To get everything done that you're put on this earth to do, to complete your Yah given, or some of you would say God given assignment. He gave you an assignment and to fulfill his purpose for your life. That's the race. That we should run. So run that you may obtain it. Because we're not given always. We have a certain time limit to complete what we were sent here to do, beloved. That's the race. Race yourself. Compete with yourself. Day by day. Get better every day. Hallelujah. Have one more verse here. Luke sixteen fifteen. Luke sixteen fifteen. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men. But Yah knows your heart. Bible says, but God knows your heart. For what, is exalted, for what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of Yah. The Bible says, What is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The only one we are to exalt is Him, is the Most High, and His only begotten Son and he will exalt us like he did joshua but if you are going to exalt yourself you're putting yourself in a position to be knocked down you're putting yourself in a position to be humiliated because there's only one throne and there's only room for one person to sit on it and it's not you and it's not me on the throne of your heart. Some people compete on being the prettiest or in the gym to have the best body. (laughs) Oh, and when you get a good body, you you, got to show it all out. What's the sense of going to the gym if you're not going to have all your body parts hanging out? (laughs) Hey, been there, done that. You gotta be the holiest you gotta be the best prayer oh there's some people they can pray pretty oh they can just I mean Father I mean they can make it sound so pretty uh, I've known somebody could pray 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 but they were not living right or some people when they pray. They pray for the other people. They're not praying to him. They're thinking about all the people that's listening. So they pray to sound good for the people who are listening. They're praying for them. So that prayer isn't going anywhere. That prayer has not reached the throne. You're trying to please people. Some of the most powerful and sweetest prayers I've heard. With people who thought they couldn't pray, I knew my mother was one. She was, she was, would always be embarrassed and didn't want to pray out loud. And she was at a Bible study class, and then she prayed, and everybody was like shocked. They were like, "You just never can judge people by sight." See, because my mother was shy, but her prayer was real it was innocent it was it was from the heart there was no pretense oh father god we exalt thee oh i mean you know changing the voice it's just real and i have another one of my girlfriend the same thing so i can't pray like you i say baby just pray the way you pray it's the sweetest most innocent and with touching prayer i don't try to impress anybody you know I stumble over my words when I pray. Sometimes I mix up, you know. But I'm talking to Him. I'm not. I'm praying to Him. I may be praying for you, but I'm talking to Him, not you. Uh-huh. We have to remember: you're not talking to the person you're praying for. Most people, but most Christians, most people do. They're praying to make it sound good to the people that you. Yeah, yeah, you got to reach the heart of the Almighty. Hmm place all right beloved so how do we have that taken care of do are we in agreement competitiveness does not belong in the church nor in the called out set apart assembly of the congregation not in the kingdom of heaven you. Yeah, we can. Well, I'm going to play a song for you, beloved, before we go. Just want you to know that uh, I really care about you. And I always ask the Father, what do you want me to talk about? I didn't know what I was going to say or what to talk about until not not long before I got on. He tells me. Because I ask him and I wait and I listen. If I don't hear anything, that means wait for, for, wait until further notice. That doesn't mean just make up something yourself. <laughs> or sometimes I have to say, Father, I, I, I haven't heard anything. This is what was put on my heart. So I, I'm bringing this before you. Is this suitable? If it's not, please let me know. Uh, you know, I'm on this deadline so until or unless you tell me something different this is what I was planning to do but I want to make sure it's what you want that's how I do it okay beloved I, I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this now thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry Abba's house of prayer, Eden. Here where we like to give you food for thought. The intention is to give you something more to think about. More than religion. Something more to think about. So beloved, until we meet again. That's right. We in t- we in touch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is yeah. yeah, and he won't. Is always good that he don't change. He is a lawyer and he won't change. He will defend you. Oh, oh, oh is yes, he is Yes, he Oh, he'll do. we can pick it up some can we can we speed it up a little bit hey now he's a doctor Always good won't change. You know what? God is my provider and he won't change. He'll provide for you too, beloved. Let well, the old folks. They would get together say, "If he did it yesterday, he'll do it today." Hallelujah. He if he opened the Red Sea for Moses, he, he could open it for you. That's true, beloved. He, he made the sun and the moon. Good. Hey. He'll change your name. He changed Abraham's name. He changed Sarah's name. He'll change your name. That's because he's the same yesterday, today, and today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. See you again, friends. See you next time. Ooh, I enjoyed that.